It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you are with us today. We're live on uh, Facebook and YouTube and other live stuff, wherever that's available here in the 1.30 hour uh, Eastern, Eastern, Eastern. And uh, as we begin today, we learned uh, earlier this morning that Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby will be leaving prison very, very soon. And his conviction for sexual assault was overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, uh, two years in prison. And boy, it, it, what weird timing that is, considering what else is swirling around right now, because it doesn't matter what happens. Everything's a Rorschach test, right? Yeah. You're either on one side or the other with everything that comes down the line. And, uh, on a day that precedes the day that the Trump organization is about to get tagged mm. for all kinds of things, the indictments are coming down. You almost have to steal yourself to go, fuck, Bill Cosby got away with it. Gee, where have I heard about that before? Who else do we know in public who gets away with every, no matter what? Although you could say, hey, Bill Cosby's in his 80s. He had to spend two years in prison. And you know what? I'd almost this like let's make a deal. Remember when it would be they'd bring the uh, the, the box down, yeah, and whoever was the host, whether it's Monty Hall or Wayne Brady or whoever else has been hosting the show, it's you either can uh, take what's in the box. I'm not going to show you what's in the box, or here's a hundred dollars, right? Some people mm-hmm. would take the hundred, and then they'd reveal what's in the box. If I said to you tomorrow, today, yesterday. That all right, we can't get Trump on a lot of good shit because he's he's too evil. He's too mob boss like. He's got his lieutenant, Alan Weisselberg, who is prepared to go die in prison and not flip on him. But but we can get Donald Trump for two years, just like Bill Cosby. Would would you take that or would you say no, no? Trump should should spend the rest of his life in prison for what he's done, and and he should be one hundred percent bankrupted. So should his company. So should his children. Yeah. Or two years in prison. Or two years in prison. What would you do? Would you take the two years because he might get away with everything? It's not really fair because Cosby got to spend all of that shitty year of twenty twenty isolated behind bars, and then he should have been out there catching COVID and dying. I mean, that's that's what should have been happening, right? He should have been out there in the gin pop, uh, getting something in his lungs and then croaking. That would have been right. fantastic. Right, right. Wait, 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 to, uh, wait to ruin the concept. Wait, wait to kill it off with a disease. Not fair. Not fair. All right. Uh, of course, there's 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 no answer to that. Um, but did you see the? initial report on how this sort of happened because i guess what it was was there was an original case right and uh the 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 court decided that um they were going to cut kind of a deal with cosby for for no prison time in the criminal case and then they had the civil case and he got convicted on that because uh, or, or they, they had did the civil case and then they used testimony in the civil case to reopen the criminal case. And the Pennsylvania Supreme Court says that was not right. That was not fair. 
But again, the most interesting thing, because everything has glue attached to it here, the prosecutor who originally cut the deal uh, against Bill Cosby and said, you know, let him off the, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to cut a deal here, no prison time. It was Bruce Castor. He was one of those oh. pieces of shit that yeah. stood up there and defended Trump, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think we were wondering, where did he find... Uh, Trump probably was turned on to this guy by people who said, hey, look, here's a guy who was able to to, to uh, 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 get Bill Cosby as the prosecutor to not go to jail. That sounds yeah. like your kind of guy. He'll defend anything, even as a prosecutor. So he flipped, right, and defended Trump right. last year. And, uh, man. Well, there, I, I mean, I guess the the real surprise was that Trump didn't end up pardoning Cosby on the way out. But I guess that, that you know, that, that, that could have happened. And then once he pardoned Cosby, giving him a Medal of Freedom, it would have like, he would have gotten up there and given him something else. Brit, Brit. He was so busy. There were so many other things to take care of. How, how, so it's not that the Cosby people didn't like reach out with a big fat check. It had nothing to do with that. Here, here, Mr. Trump, here's some money. Pardon me. That, now, that's not what happened. I, I, uh, I'm going to ascribe what you've just said in the last 30 seconds to just stupid Brad and Brit yacking, yeah. right? But right. I also do not believe it is impossible for what you just said mm. to be true. I do not believe for one second that it would be impossible for through whatever channels you would get to Trump uh, to try to get him to give you a part that that did not happen. I don't, mm. I think it could have happened. I really think it, it sure. could have happened. When sure. you think about the people that he pardoned for other things, I don't even want, this is terrible. Bill Cosby would not have been the worst guy. Not even no, close. It's true. It's, uh, and, it's and very no, true. No disrespect to all the women in, in, involved in this. And what is it, 57 women who were ready to testify? Yeah, 57. This is, uh, and so so th there's going to be, uh, from every direction, um, was this a case, and, and I'm just going to go through the, the initial list of, of things that are said about it. Was this another black guy who got railroaded unfairly and sent to prison? Because that happens a lot in America. It doesn't sure. matter whether you're rich or poor. If you're black, you're on the wrong side of the justice system. Um, was this a case of just another celebrity ultimately getting a break in the end? Because we ding, give ding, ding, ding. But, but remember, the other thing was he's getting charged because he's so, a celebrity. It's not mm, fair. So sure. the, everybody can play both sides of the of the, the fence here. And um, is this going to be? another brick in the wall that has been built around the idea that don't you understand why women don't press charges because this will happen. They never get held accountable for it. Even if you know it's true, even if you have 57 other similar victims, I mean, I mean, he, in that case, then he only did two years. It's not relevant what his age is. So, but you can paint this a hundred different ways. A hundred. Well, plus, if he's, ways. I mean, if they again, as much fun as we're having with this, if he, if he's retried, they go ahead and put him on trial again. I mean, these women have to relive that experience again. It's horrible for them, right? To go through all of this. Can, and, I, I'm pretty sure they can't try it. It's over. Well, this this was a this was a judgment by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. This is yeah. it. 
And it was a split court, by the way, that said that the, the, the court did not unanimously agree that this man should be let out of uh, prison. Justice David the, Wex uh, score there. I don't have the score and I, I can't look up the judges either, but uh, you can look up this one while we're, while we're, while I'm reading this, David Wecht, W-E-C-H-T, uh, Wecht. You can see who appointed that jerk. He wrote for the split court saying that Cosby had relied on the former prosecutor's decision not to charge him. And he later gave potentially incriminating testimony in the, in the constant civil trial. Uh, the trial judge had allowed just one other accuser to testify at Cosby's first trial and when the jury deadlocked, however, they then allowed five other accusers to testify at the retrial about their experiences with Cosby in the 80s. And that's what they're saying tainted the actual trial right there. All right. Uh, Judge Wecht, who is an associate justice of the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, he is the son of that pathologist, uh, Cyril Wecht. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. Uh, uh, Cyril Wecht is one of the go-to pathologists. You see him on all the crime shows. Uh, he is the uh, he's number one or number two on the list of famous coroners. Who, when somebody famous dies and the family wants to, I, I've seen anyway. This is the guy's son. Yeah. Um, and and Wecht, I think, was famous for the the single bullet theory in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. So interesting. Uh, he's, he's, he's been, anyway, so, so this is his son and it appears that, uh, judge Weck is a Democrat. He ran for uh, Supreme yeah. court in 2015 and, uh, there you go. So Cyr Cyril Weck himself was a former chairperson of the Allegheny County democratic party from 78 to 84. He's still with us, by the way, he's 80. Yes, he is. Yes, 80 years of right. age. It looks like. Uh, so, so this is the big question, Britt. This is 90. the big question. Jeez. Does the Cosby show appear back on TV in reruns? Yeah, I think Netflix jumps on that train right now. I think Netflix. No, wait a minute. Fox Nation presents the new Cosby show. That's going to be on your, that's part of your subscription to Fox Nation. I want to tell the people about something. I'm going to get back to criticizing the black people. Pull up your pants. You know, it's one of those things where they put him on Fox Nation and he rants about oh, black true. folks. You know, we certainly missed Bill Cosby's take yeah. on the affairs of the last two years in the country going back uh, even before the, the killing of George Floyd. Because can you if, imagine the things that, that he would have come out and said? Wow. If you, you want to not get shot by the police, pull up the pants, please. Please, that's what they or, or, or like if that. you don't want to get shot by the police. Damn it, get your taillights fixed. Get them fixed. <laughs> Make sure you go and have the taillights for Princess Bill Cosby for Cosby Grand taillights to last forever. Please, yeah. I don't know. That's a big, I, uh, big win for Jello Pudding Pop. So they still make those things. Are yeah, when, when you go back to, the, I mean, you, honestly, when you go back to the '80s. He was endorsing freaking everything. It wasn't just Coke. It wasn't just Texas Instruments. It wasn't just. It was every fucking thing that came down the pike. They were like, "Can you endorse this?" And like, "Yes, I'll, I'll just do whatever." He was, I mean, if like you, huge Fortune 500 companies. Have you, have you heard uh, uh, a bunch of different people tell the the Bill Cosby story on uh, uh, Gilbert Gottfried's podcast? No, I haven't heard. I have... Apparently, the the, the uh, rule was that uh, during the the uh, taping of the Cosby Show, Mr. Cosby very often needed to take an hour in the middle of the day to what he would say was 
train Chinese women in the uh, art of cooking. He had some bullshit thing about how he would sneak out every day right. and do something weird. Uh, of course, there's no evidence that can prove that. It's just a story, and I like it. I that's like a, it. That's remarkable. It's a horrible thing that's happening today. Now, going back to what you said, it looks like today is going to be the day that the Trump Organization is going to get their comeuppance there. That's the headline of the Wall Street Journal. Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg expected to be charged Thursday, so that's tomorrow. So uh, it's coming down the pike. I mean, it, to me, there's there's a Lucy football situation here because we kept expecting things to happen, Trump. Kept expecting, kept expecting, and now maybe at some point he's going to actually answer for some of the bullshit and some of the illegal stuff that he's done? Is that going to happen? Well, this is this is the... the uh you know, put up or shut up moment for, for everybody involved here. Now, you have to believe that the prosecutors in the case, Cyrus Vance Jr., who was about to retire as the uh, big prosecutor, the DA in, in, in Manhattan there, he doesn't want to leave with a loss. He doesn't want to uh, bring a case that he can't win. So he must have the goods somewhere on these. And, and of course we never know what they really have until they show it. We can speculate. You can listen to, to every legal expert who's, who's ever come down the pike and they never really know until the moment of truth. But the, uh, the two views of this really are this, if Weisselberg doesn't flip and this is according to Daniel Goldman, you know, the big, uh, yeah, the big Democratic lawyer involved in the uh, the first impeachment case. He he spoke for the Democrats right there. You see him all the time, Daniel. He says if they can't flip Weisselberg, they're fucked. They have no case. They're not going to be able to do anything. Michael Cohn, Michael Cohn, yeah. who it was you know was right in there, was in the room where it happened for ten years and signed off on things when they happened and carried out the dirtiest of the dirty work for Trump when Trump wanted it to happen says that doesn't matter. They have so many pieces of paper. They have so much written evidence that it doesn't matter what Weisselberg says it is on paper. And the only thing that, that makes me worry about that is all we've heard forever. And we know it's true. Trump doesn't write anything down. Trump doesn't email. Trump doesn't do any of that. So, you know, he, he wants no record of anything that he does individually that connects him to anything bad that's ever happened. And, and, and so is that enough for them to go into court on behalf of Donald Trump when the Trump organization is charged with uh, all kinds of criminal activity with uh, Weisselberg, the, the chief financial officer acting as the guy who runs the place, is Donald Trump actually able to say, I'm at arm's length with all these things you're talking about? I had no idea. I don't think that's going to work. And, and here's why. Because Donald Trump, and they could find a thousand different examples of him, probably on The Apprentice itself. They could go from the public video, not, you know, they don't have to find the outtakes, where Trump would talk about how he misses nothing. A good CEO is on top of everything, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we elected Donald Trump, right, Trumpers? Because he was the best businessman ever. And the best businessman ever doesn't sit back 
and uh, allow some some fat Jew accountant from Long Island run his company for him, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me for the for the characterization. Uh, I forgot to mention he's bald. That's a, oh well, okay, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, thanks Weisselberg for for uh, for uh, pushing that good stereotype uh, uh, on behalf of the anti Semites in the world. Nice job. And by the way, it was what three four years ago that I used to say that Michael Cohn was the worst Jew in the world. Yeah. Sometimes competed with Jared Kushner, uh, sometimes dumbest Jew in the world. I'm sorry. Both of them have to step aside now. It's Weisselberg. He's the guy. He's the worst. Oh, no. He's the worst because he thought he was the smartest, but he's the dumbest. And the dumbest is because he appears ready to go right over the cliff for Donald Trump and spend the rest of his life in prison. So... Think of it this way. Weisselberg could spend the rest of his life in prison. Bill Cosby out. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Bill right. Cosby out. Weisselberg in. But Cohn says that doesn't matter. So if if Cohn is right and Weisselberg refuses to crack and just start singing, then they're going to be able to nail the company. They're going to uh, force it to liquidate its, its assets. They're going to do all the kinds of things that you do when you go after uh, corporations that that operate in an illicit manner. And I know that some people, well, it was just shit like, oh, he they paid for his uh, granddaughter's private school in Manhattan, and they gave him cars, and, and they let Weisselberg maybe live in Trump Tower free of rent for, for a few years. That's not a big deal. You're, you're going to ruin the entire company over uh, – whatever amount of money that's the answer is yes the answer is absolutely yes and i'll and i'll tell you why and because the rest of us have to follow the rules when it comes time to pay our taxes now you can take a chance and you can lie and you can cheat and right. you can pretend but if you get caught you're going to get trouble and if you have a personal accountant the accountant signs off on your tax returns. Correct. And if the accountant knows that uh, you're doing something wrong or they're doing something wrong on your behalf, the accountant is fucked. Also, you don't you, you can't have it both ways. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I I had a fringe benefit. Actually, I still have a fringe benefit from the company we used to work for. And I'm I'm glad I have it, but you know, oh what? yeah, I have yeah. To pay, I have to pay taxes on that fringe benefit to this very day. Every and you make year, you make sure and, that you do you that, know right? And I'm I'm happy to do it. I right. you know, I get a uh, I get a 1099, for, and I'm happy to do it. Sure. And if I said I refuse to do it, I would be in trouble. And that's just the way the world works. And not only is that illegal, and it should not be allowed, and you know it's the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. You you know that the Trump organization didn't run fully legitimate in terms of the way they move money around, the way he uh, compensated his children so that they could live in the lifestyle to which they became accustomed. You think that uh, there, there were all kinds of uh, uh, legitimate receipts that are there to show that Don Jr. Not. and Ivanka paid taxes I hope before not. they got off the ground? <laughs> were, were they living in some shit apartment? In in uh, on the uh, Lower East Side before they they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, they and were now have multi million dollar homes. In, yeah, they were they were at the commuting from Piscataway. I mean, every day it was right. awful getting on the subway, getting on the train. 
Right. So I, I think what we know really is the proverbial tip of, of the iceberg. And, uh, um, I mean, th- that company is probably going to become, uh, this is my prediction, it will become the prototype of a corporate money laundering front that w- will stand the test of time in law schools forever. Because mm. I, I think it's been a fraud since Fred Trump handed Donald that first million dollars when he got out of college to get him going. I'll bet you that Fred Trump, along with his lawyer Roy Cohn, schooled Donald Trump in the art of what they thought was undetectable deception of federal tax laws and tax rules. And you've probably seen the interview with the guy that Trump hired, this must have been 25, 30 years ago, to run one of his casinos in uh, Atlantic City. And the guy would walked in and said to Trump, you know, we're losing, we're losing shitloads of money. It's, it's terrible. And Trump's response to that was, change the numbers. The guy says, no, I can't change the numbers. These are the numbers. They Trump says, I don't accept that. Change the numbers. <laughs> what more do you need to know? Oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute. I get it. That's the only time he ever did that, right? That's, yeah, the, no. that's the only time. Well, one time, one time. And he didn't mean uh, it the way you think he meant it. It's really, it's, he meant it in a completely different way, in a very innocuous, non-criminal way. That's how, that's how he yeah. meant it. Um, Ron Fischetti, who is a... a a lawyer for the former president, Donald Trump, says uh, the Manhattan DA will not charge Donald Trump himself. And he says that they've got stuff against the organization. I, I think you're right. I'd be OK with the kids going to jail. I'd be OK, particularly Don Jr. Have you seen some of these crazy drug filled rants that he's going on that are the, about Joe Biden and stuff? It's 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 obvious that the guy has hopped up on goofballs. And uh, that's the story there. Donald Trump Jr. mocked for bizarre video rant at Joe Biden. I think this one's gone viral and more than two million people have seen it. And he's clearly, I don't know if he's on crank or meth or bath salts or whatever, but it seems that he is uh, definitely high and or possibly drunk as he goes on these particular things. And, uh, you know, a a drunk guy or a high guy in prison, that's where the really good drugs are, Brad, when you get behind bars. Well, Britt, I think you underestimate the uh, level of excitement that could be generated by uh, a session between the sheets with Kimberly Guilfoyle for oh, wow. a while. Wow. And so Don Jr. probably straight out of that went on these rants. What so he's he's, I mean, he's high on Kimberly Guilfoyle's sex? Is that what you're telling yeah. me? He's so hot oh, from the after effects well, well, of well, banging remember, Kimberly she, Guilfoyle. She brings new meaning to the word screaming. <laughs> I think he's the one that's screaming. I think he's the one with the safe word. I think, and then he's so high from the effects of that, he immediately has to make some sort of... Although, now, and this this kind of strikes me as well. Do you think Donald Trump has had the uh, the prison fetish fantasy about his own daughter? Because I somehow think he does. I think he's imagining her sans makeup in the orange jumpsuit. And then, of course, he plays the guard coming in. I'm sorry, I'm going to take away your water privileges or something like that. And then obviously he engages in some sort of incredibly inappropriate behavior, which you would not be able to see on on some websites that I don't even frequent. But something tells me that Donald Trump has had that sort of uh, prison fetish sex thing about his, his own daughter. And he's sort of kind of hoping that plays out in some way, shape or form if she goes behind bars. 
Uh, well, <laughs> think about this. Uh, the only two Trumps left standing will be uh, Tiffany and Tiffany. and Barron. Barron. Right. Well, the, again, those are those guys are ripe for some sort of Hulu show. I'm not sure if you could get those guys to sign some sort of contract and have some sort of reality show about growing up Trump or whatever they're doing. Uh, I'm not positive. So, yeah, Fischetti oh. says that the, they came to him and said, we're not going to charge Trump himself, but we're going to take down about Fischetti 50 people. the guy who's 85 years old? Is I think he, he is. He's like the only guy that could possibly get to work for them now who has some sort of law license and, and is cleared by the bar to work in any state. That's the only guy that's left. <laughs> Remember, they would and, bring and on. Way, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying that because you're 85, you're automatically you're not capable of being a lawyer. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. But I, I want to apply the same standard that we do when we talk about presidents. You know, Joe Biden is 78, and Joe Biden is not the same Joe Biden that he was at, at 68, 58, or 48. We know that. Um, but he's able to perform the duties of, of president good enough. He knows the policies. He knows what he's talking about. He's got a, he's got a clear head. He's been gaffing since he was probably 10 because he's had a stutter. Uh, but that doesn't mean that that he's not capable of being president. If, if I had a choice and the only thing was age, I wouldn't have somebody 78. And the same thing with a lawyer. This guy might be okay. He might have his faculties kind of all there, but I can guarantee you at 85, he's not what he was at 55 or 45 either. But, you know, you, you take what what you you can get and in the case of trump you're right he could not find anybody no. he could not find anybody i'm sure at this well point. you remember because he's already he's already cycled through all the hacks right. in washington who were willing to stand up for him for about a minute you know the john dowd and you know you could just name zillions of them went through the mill there and well, those were the good ones. And then and then Jules has been, you know, he's had his license taken away from him. And now, remember, they would go through that thing where, well, it's going to be a firm in South Carolina. Well, it's going to be a firm in Georgia. Well, it's going to be a guy with a file cabinet in Alabama that's going to represent them. But wait, Britt, all those backed away in the they end. They did eventually. They would None run through like a. They would they, they would run through like a week or ten day cycle. Those people would figure out we're we're not getting we're not going to get any money out of this, and then they would be like, "Well, we're out. We're going to go over here, and we're actually going to talk to clients who can pay us." <laughs> that, that would happen like weekly, right? They would have some some guy you never heard of in Seneca, South Carolina, taking the case. And he would yeah. he would kind of do a couple of things, and then he would shuffle some papers, and then he'd pass it along to the next bum. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to uh, uh, sneak uh, a few more things in here. Well, we're not sneaking; uh, we're we're doing it in public. Uh, yesterday, which was Tuesday, as as we speak, a bill passed in the House of Representatives that would yank out all the Confederate statues yeah. from the Capitol as well as the bust of Chief Justice Roger Tawney, the guy who was the Chief Justice when the Dred Scott decision was made in 1857, which uh, paved the way for the Civil War, that said you know, blacks basically were less than human, not citizens, right. all, all that terrible. So uh, every state would have to remove and replace any statue that they have there. For instance, if... Uh, North Carolina would have a statue of Jesse Helms. Well, I guess Jesse Helms would no. count as a Confederate soldier. He was no. close. Sorry. If he could have been, any, though. And any, any, uh, if, if Silent Sam 
was the conf- was the statue representing North Carolina in the U.S. Capitol, they would have to take Silent Sam down. There you go. There's there's a good example there. Anyway, th- you know some some of the famous uh, Confederate generals are are are, are still up there, and they're going to take it down. Anyway, the point is that the vote to do this was um, let's see, we had uh, God damn it. Don't you hate that when you can't find the goddamn <laughs> number when you're looking for the goddamn number? Uh, I think it was 67 Republicans. It said keep them. Uh, here we go. 285 to 120. So that's oh every my Democrat God. and 67 Republicans. Okay. 120 Republicans said no. Yeah. Now, if you remember, it was 126 Republicans who signed that that request that the uh, election results in Georgia, mm-hmm. Arizona, um, Michigan, and Wisconsin mm-hmm. be overturned. Remember that? Remember yep. that back in December? So right. that seems to be, that 120 or so number seems to be the number of Republicans who are so far down in the tank that they're, they're, they're beyond hope. Biggest point of all, one of those 120 was our own favorite son of yeah. Donald Trump to get the Republican nomination for Senate here, Ted Budd. Ted Budd. Ted Budd was one of the 120 who said, keep the damn statues in there, which is not surprising whatsoever, but it, it should be. You know, this is the kind of story. I mean, it's there. You, you it, it got published. But because of everything else that's going on, you didn't hear too much about it. And uh, I just thought that that was worth noting. The Ted Butt, in the end, said uh, we need to keep those Confederate statues up in the Capitol. Yeah, so I guess he feels like there's some benefit to that as he runs for the United States Senate with the endorsement of Donald Trump. He must feel that that's what his people want to hear. There's no doubt about it. It's not even a question. Now have his have his his challenges. Have Mark Walker and, and Pat McCrory said that he was wrong for doing that? Because I'm I'm here. I don't I don't I'm not I'm not hearing them criticize them for that. I'm not really well, sure. I, I, I don't I don't even know whether the story rises above no. just the reporting of it. I don't know whether they want to make this into a thing, because I doubt that any of them want to be on the record as saying they would have voted the same way mm-hmm. that they would have voted to keep the Confederate statues, but. More so, they don't want to be on the record as saying that they would want to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Think yeah. about it. That's, that's, words, that's funny. Let, let, let Ted Budd take the shit for it, and, and we won't say a word about it. We won't. And that's one of those things where, you know, in, in a primary situation, you have to run way to the right, right? You have to, you have to somehow outright whoever, and, and it's going to be impossible. And then when it gets to the general election, you have to, you know, somehow explain to the people who might might think that it's not a great idea to have Confederate statues up yeah. there in, in the hall in the Capitol building. You might you have to explain to those folks why you did it and why they're wrong. So <laughs> it's a little it's a little tough to do that as we've reexamined a lot of our history. And by the way, the you know the Confederate you might call the Confederate generals, I don't know, the original insurrectionists. It's just just something that came to mind. It's one of those things, you know, they were they were the original ones. They were trying to destroy the United States, the the Union. So I it, it would be very interesting to see how that works out. Let All me right. get you. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Well, I was going to say, 
let's go ahead and board the, the train to crazy town. I know you love the Tucker Carlson update. Here it is. Matt Gates now joining the crazy town. He demands the inspector general investigate Tucker Carlson's claims of NSA spying. By the way, the NSA uh, released a statement earlier this week saying that Tucker Carlson was absolutely 100% full of shit when he said that they were spying on him, and they said it was illegal for them to spy on American citizens, and that Tucker Carlson has never, will never, and could never be the target of any sort of NSA spying. But now Matt Gates, of course, who may be involved with some sex trafficking, they're still going through that, and alleged sex trafficker Matt Gates demanding that the... Uh, Inspector General, look into these claims that Tucker Carlson, who could be uh, the nominee for the, uh, the for, for president from the Republican Party, if something happens to Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, now there's something needs to be looked into to make sure the NSA is not spying on the guy who does the 8 o'clock show on Fox, Brad. Uh, there's a simple response to this. Number one, Matt Gates has no standing to ask anybody to do anything, <laughs> let alone demand that anybody do anything. He has no standing. And he's not to be taken seriously for this. And number two, uh, why why would there need to be some kind of uh, official investigation um, of of this story uh, by uh, anyone when Fox News itself, Fox News itself, beyond Tucker Carlson, is not supporting Tucker Carlson in this quest they don't care no one else talks about it it's only spoken of by the conspiracy theorist and white nationalist nazi that's on at eight o'clock nobody else and, and you know how fox works if they think that something is attractive that there's a hook that the the fans of the channel that the right wingers the trumpers uh are going to be interested are are going to click are going to run with they will pump it 24 7 it'll be on every hour it would be the biggest deal ever if this was a thing it would be Mm -hmm. yes tucker carlson is being spied on and why isn't that being investigated and why isn't matt gates getting a fair hearing on his demand so the it's a joke story it's it's a comedy story as far as I'm concerned, it's as much of a comedy story. This kind of parallel right alongside of it as uh, Trump, who, as you know, uh, yesterday we said it, we'll say it a little bit more. The walls are closing in a little bit tighter today, a little bit tighter. And since everything in the world is about him, doesn't matter what it is, Brit, uh, you, 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 you dropped a can of peas in the grocery store on the way home. It's all about Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. It doesn't matter what it is. So he decides that he's going to open his fat mouth about the New York mayoral race, which uh, was kind of roiled yesterday because they, they blew the count. They, they blew the count by 130,000 votes because they, they included accidentally, obviously not on purpose, some test votes that they were using because they have the ranked voting thing that's a little bit more complex than just counting the votes. And uh, they fixed the problem. See, mm-hmm. this is the this is the difference between Trump world and everybody else. When people see a problem or they make a mistake, they apologize for it. They make it good. They admit they did it. They fix it and they move on. And that's what the New York Board of Elections has done. They've subtracted those wrong votes 
even a couple of the candidates are saying, this is not a thing. This is not a big deal. I think Ms. Garcia has said, I'm not concerned about this. They fixed it. It's a mistake. Don't worry. But Trump, Trump jumps in and puts out one of his idiotic statements and says, see, New York mayoral race, a hoax, not to be trusted. We're never going to know who's right. the mayor of New York City. And so then he's the, trying the, to liken yeah. that to the fact that he was robbed. Right. It, it, and of course, there's absolutely no connection. You, no. you can't, you cannot do 50 degrees of, of, of separation and still be far enough away from what happened in New York City in their mayoral race and what Trump is trying to do to destroy the United States of America, its mm. electoral system, and wreck confidence in the way we conduct our elections. But he had to do it. He couldn't help it. It's what he does. Well, perhaps if, if Andrew Yang led some sort of uh, insurrection into the, the mayor, the Gracie Mansion, <laughs> Or something like that, then we might have some sort of, but again, the transitive property here, it never, it, because this happened over here. I got screwed in Arizona and Georgia and Michigan and Wisconsin. I, I, did you like the, um, I love the idea when, when Bill, when in the, one of the books, I'm not sure if it's Benders or it's Wolves, when, when Bill Barr comes to him and he goes, look, there's 667 precincts in Wayne County there. In Detroit, the reason they don't count them at the precincts and they bring them to one central location is because there's 667 precincts. They have to, it makes more sense for everybody to kind of truck it into one location and then you count there. And then they, they go, as it turns out, Trump did better in 2020 in the city of Detroit than he did, than, than he did in 2016. However, he got slaughtered in the suburbs. Which is what happened around America. It happened in you know any any state you want to talk about. You want to talk about Georgia. You want to talk about Arizona. You want to talk about any state. He he did okay in this area, but in the suburbs where the election really mattered, he got killed. And Bill Barr points this out to him, and, and Trump's just taken aback that Bill Barr knows that there's 667 precincts there in the Greater Detroit area. He just it just blows his mind. I love that. I love that he just throws down on that. I, I, again, these books are going to be fantastic. I think the Bender book. See, the, the first Wolf book kind of, uh, it was okay. There was some good stuff in there. This Bender book looks amazing. And it's, I think it comes out July the 13th. And I think it's going to be really, really good. I think it's called, frankly, We Did Win This Election, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. You, and by the way, they didn't know. Apparently, the staff didn't know he was going to say that when he went out on election night and made that stupid speech. They knew that he was in his mind. He didn't think he lost. And they knew that he was going to try. He thought they were going to try to oh. Let's wait till they tally the votes. We don't have, you know, the, the people have spoken, but we still are. He, they thought he was going to do one of those deals, but then he turned into, of course, the man that he's been his entire life. And he said, oh, well, frankly, we did this win this election and I got screwed. He did that from day one because he was setting everybody up for that, right? That's what he set up. And you know how he set it up? He set it up for that. He told his supporters that mail-in ballot is bull, mail-in voting is bullshit. So they didn't vote by mail. So they got killed in mail-in ballots. I mean, it was so it's so obvious as to what happened. New poll out. C-SPAN has this one. Donald Trump is ranked the worst uh, living former president, but he did beat three dead ones. And uh, for the first appearance, I believe Obama fin finishes in the top 10 for the very first time ever in this particular poll because they do it every four years. C-SPAN with some professors and some historians, and they say that uh, Donald Trump by far is the worst living former president I, I, come on i mean how right, could so you the, so the 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 uh the three that are still below trump are hood andrew johnson james buchanan 
and maybe uh, Grant. No, Grant wasn't a bad president. Well, I think he's been redeemed over time. I believe over time that there's been some some revisions into that. But you know, (laughs) no, it's 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 somebody. It's 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 Buchanan. He ties with Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce. He ties with Franklin Pierce. Anybody? Can anybody tell me anything that Franklin Pierce did? I'm sorry. I consider myself to be a fairly literate person. I know a little bit about history. I can tell you some very, you know, obscure facts about just so many things, but I, I have no idea what Franklin Pierce did, other than he was really good on Mash. He was a very oh, excellent he, doctor he, on Mash. Oh wait, he invented the cotton gin, didn't he? <laughs> that was not, that was Eli Whitney invented the I, cotton I gin. That's what I, that I, was. You big jerk. I I, I couldn't. I had nowhere to go. I had, I had no one. <laughs> but if there was a, if there was a statue of Franklin Pierce, by God, I would fight to have that thing still wherever it is. I would fight to still have it in place. Oh wait, so what? So Andrew Johnson and Buchanan were the two worst, and yeah. then Trump is tied for third worst with Pierce. Yeah, there you that's go. right. That's what it says. There, that's, there. That, that's the deal with that. So I mean, it's it's a very wide swath. And again, this is these are just again these are cultural elites. These are cultural elites that are coming out with this poll. These are just egg-headed I mean, ivory tower read. humans no. that are coming out with this shit, saying that he's the worst. He All was right. the uh, he was the 14th president. He alienated anti-slavery groups by supporting and signing the Kansas-Nebraska Act and enforcing the Fugitive Slave Act. Well, there you go. There you go, Brad. He was the one that said you could bring them back, right? You could, if they run away, you just bring them right back. Yeah. All right, so 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 Trump is down there lumped in with the uh, uh, people who helped foster the Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Pierce and Buchanan, and then Andrew Johnson, who who fucked everything up after the Civil War as a racist, mm-hmm. and and did everything he he could to uh, uh, stop the uh, Civil War amendments from being enacted. So it wasn't until Grant came along right. to fix that. Which is and why then, you know Grant Grant's not a bad president, but uh, holy, holy shit! And it makes sense because Trump right now is trying to foment a bit of a civil war, isn't he? I mean that that kind of that That's argument can be made. So there you go. Uh, it's he's, not it's not a question. It's not a maybe, but uh, he's got people amped up to to do that. Now we're, we're kind of we're kind of at the end of our rope here today, but uh, on the uh, next Brad and Brit cast, uh, and. This will give us another day for the the information to to, to start to coalesce. I don't want to, to go into it now. The uh, issue of uh, are we backtracking terribly too quickly, making mistakes in our approach to the coronavirus mm-hmm. and masks and things of that sort? Because man, the cross currents on this are unbelievable right now and if you thought there was a point a few weeks ago where you go well should i wear a mask when i go out it's getting worse Uh, there are no rules yeah uh and uh i'll 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 just leave you with 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 this uh after reading a lot about this today because the consensus seems to be building that quote and i'm going to do it the way they say it on television, we're probably going to have to wear masks indoors again. And they stop there. They don't qualify. Okay. And the reason that that's said that way is because 
we need to signal virtue signal to the assholes who haven't been vaccinated right but they're okay we're going to we're going to suffer as right. much as we're telling you you need to suffer right and wear a mask we're not going to pick though, on the unvaccinated we're not going to right we're not right. going to do this that. is this, this is this is this biz- you want to talk about bizarre political correctness it I is think and, that's and, what this is and, i, and, and I, I think what? you pointed this we, out I think you pointed this out earlier this week. It's like all the stories about, oh, the, the Delta variant, the Delta variant. Unless you're vaccinated. You know, and, and the Delta variant means pretty much nothing. Right. Right. And that being said, even if you are vaccinated and we know that vaccines, they're not 100 percent. OK, no. they're in the 90s if you're Moderna yeah. or uh, um, Pfizer. And they're they're just below that if you're Johnson and and Johnson, although the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is sliding further and further back in uh. terms of, oh, fuck, I got that one. Shit. Now what do I do? <laughs> I think there's a lot of that. Yeah. Understandably so. Sure. It's, uh, it, it's not, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a Corvair compared to, um, you know, the, the Lexus and the, uh, the cattle. It, it, It'll it, get it, you there. It'll get you there. You might sweat you. it. It'll help Co- you. You won't. A couple die. of lights might come you on the dashboard. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but to to uh, to to be at this point right now, and and not acknowledge that most of us, I know, I'm more than willing. Again, I hate to say this, if this is what it takes to make sure that fewer people are spreading the virus around, because the problem could be, we don't know for sure problem could be remember this is a topic we weren't going to talk about today we're going to talk about tomorrow so we'll talk about it today sure tomorrow. we'll go ahead and do this we'll talk about it tomorrow because we can do whatever we want to that even you even me recipients of the the top level vaccines a few months ago at 90 or 95 percent efficacy we theoretically because it hasn't been shown that it's not possible we could still carry the Delta variant, show no symptoms, yeah. and pass it around right. inadvertently. That you is don't want to do that. possible, not likely, not likely. And if we did have it, it would be a much lower level version of it. But that would justify if the Delta is moving around a lot more quickly than, than the earlier versions. That would justify saying to everybody, hold your horses. Let's mask up again for a while. We're going to have to suck it up. It doesn't mean we're going into lockdown. It doesn't mean no one could go to a baseball game or a movie anymore. But let, let's do that. And I would be willing to do that. I wouldn't play this game of, oh, fuck, then why did I get a vaccine in the first place? If I can't not wear a mask forever, then fuck it. Why did I? You're an idiot if you think that. Right. I went to I went to a grocery store. I went to a food lion two days ago, and I had the mask in my back pocket. And I'm like, I don't know if we're still doing this. The sign clearly said on the outside of the store, if you're not vaccinated, you need to wear a mask. That's what it said. Right. So I go in there, and the custom of that place is it looked like everybody was masked up, including the employees. So I said, you know, if that's the custom here, if everybody's doing that, I'm going to wear a mask. I have been vaccinated. I could show anyone that I have been vaccinated, but I'm going to go ahead and put the mask on for this 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was that I was in the store. 
right, but, and I, right. I'm what okay would you with be it. fighting? What would you be fighting if you said no? Exactly. Afraid. And what, uh, what would you be proving? And the the idiotic, uh, you know, you keep hearing about it. it's not really a thing yet, but I'm assuming at some point it will be the, the mask burning parties. You see the people posting, are we having a mask? Burn? Again, this is one of those things that back in the day, it's like a Dixie chick uh, uh, CD smashing party at your favorite country station. It kicks 109 or whatever. I'm, I'm surprised oh. that they haven't done that. At, like your favorite conservative talk show at, at a WBT in Charlotte, we're having a mask burning party. We got a permit. Come on out. We're going to have a, a band there. We're going to have some lemonade. We're going to have a mask burning party. You know, it, it's the stupidity of it. You know, this is way stupider than than burning albums. Okay, it is. This is, it really I, I, is. I know this is this is breaking news. This is still life and death. It is, is still life and death for millions of people. And sadly, as as much as we just like to beat the shit out of people who refuse to get the vaccine, uh, we are our brother's keeper here, and the only way we're going to get. Uh, closer to 70% nationally and, 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 and closer to that number where, where we live is to keep doing the right things. And you know, the, the right things for us, well, we've basically done them. We got the vaccine. We did it. Wasn't, we did I, it. I don't know about, I don't know about you. That really wasn't the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. No. But I guess I've, I've, I've had a, no, um, <laughs> It's, you know, it's, I, a, it's a miracle. This vaccine is something that we prayed for a year ago. It came, and then people turned their noses. And, and it's, well, I think you're right. We have to do the right things because the people who haven't gotten it by now are not going to get it. There's not gonna, we're not well, going to get the aha moment. The light's not going to shine from the heavens. Well, gonna, you know, I should go walk into CVS and go ahead and get that free vaccine right now that's going to keep me and my family safe. It's over. Right. I don't think we can convince these guys. And look, if you've got uh, seven and a half, eight billion people in the world, and we're a country of 325, 330 million, whatever we are. We're, we're not that big a slice of the world. And we're supposedly doing better than just about every country on earth. But there are billions and billions of people around the world who have no access, who have no chance of getting the vaccine anytime soon and are clamoring for it. And the thought that we have Americans who can't be bothered, who cannot be bothered to get something that is so available here. If you want to talk about American exceptionalism, yeah. it isn't just the fact that um, oh, we have the biggest army and uh, we have a Super Bowl every year. That's great. We're, aren't mm. we wonderful? We're the you know whatever the, the, the all the guns. Are. We have all of the guns. This this was it. This was the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the technology existed. It, Do you we know we developed it. our companies did that. That was American. That was good American exceptionalism. It but was. If we don't get the world vaccinated, if we don't dra if we don't get them uh, uh, vaccinated too. We're going to be living with this kind of forever. It's going to be, and uh, there's a great piece I read. It's akin to AIDS, okay? Because you know, AIDS is still around. It is. It was never really cured. No, it's treatable though. It's treatable, and it's at a much lower level. Than yeah, people it survive was. it. It, it, it used For, to be a death sentence. Forty years ago, right. that was a death sentence. Right, and uh, that's likely the way it's going to end up being yeah. but you don't have to be no. uh, in the category of being perpetually really vulnerable 
to the worst characteristics of the disease by not getting vaccinated. If there had you been don't a vaccine, have if, to do it. You don't. If there if there had been an HIV vaccine in 1985 or 1986, do you think there would have been you know what? 35, 40% of the gay community that was been resistant to it. I mean, I, I know it, 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 they, people would have flocked for it. It would have been, it would have been amazing. Those people who were especially at risk, like intravenous drug users and folks like that, they would have flocked to get an HIV vaccine back. And I, I just don't think there would have well, been this kind of resistance. Uh, uh, that's a little different. I just don't, I, I, I would, I would stick with polio or, or uh, other. It's fair enough. No, you have, you have to, stick with with diseases that are uh, uh not definitively only behaviorally yeah uh communicable although uh, there's there's a bit of there's a bit of behavior somebody and give them coronavirus then that's that's a problem well there's a bit of there's a bit of behavior involved with this too and it, it, it's it's complete stupidity i mean it's it's absolute right. abject stupidity it's you know that when, stupidity yeah. yeah back in the springtime do you know that canada was envious of us because of our rollout because of the the numbers that we were getting at first the canadians yeah. the canadians so were envious there? of what we, they were they were just slow with their rollout and we were rocking we were we were getting folks up and then now, of course, they've caught up. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are stupid, ignorant dumbasses in Canada who are somehow not going to get it. I'm sure I'm sure that's happening. I don't know if it's at the rate that it is here in the United States. I'm, I'm not sure. But I know that in the beginning, they were like, man, you, the U.S. has their shit together. Usually we're kicking their ass when it comes to health care. And they're getting this thing out there. They're rocking with it. Now, eventually, of course, they caught up. But yeah, it's we're, it, it's up to the people who are willing to do the right thing to tote the load for the dumbasses. And there are some of those dumbasses that are going to get this Delta variant and they're going to die and they're going to be in the hospital. And until their dying breath, they're going to swear it's not the Delta variant that took them out. That, that's what's going to happen. Just prepare yourself for that. You know, there, there have been these dress rehearsals for this on a much smaller scale for, for years in this country with the anti-vaccination movement. And sometimes it's associated with measles or yeah. other childhood diseases where you have pockets of people. Sometimes they're religious groups. Uh, sometimes they're, they're, they're just uh, uh, remnants or, or, or children or grandchildren of, of 1960s hippies who live in enclaves in, in areas and they refuse to get vaccinations. And what happens? Guess what? The, the disease occurs. And, and I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. Didn't Disneyland have to close several yeah. years ago? Yeah. Was it measles? Where they they closed Disneyland? It, this is not the first time, you know, yeah. with with uh, coronavirus. There was a big big thing right. in Southern California, right? And and they had to they had to do it. So we know what happens when large groups of identifiable people say no to getting vaccinations uh, here in the modern era. It, um, so, well, I'm, I'm glad we didn't talk about that today so we Good. can talk about it tomorrow, right? Yeah, make sure you join us on Thursdays, Brad and Britcast, so we can discuss that. Right, right. <laughs> See you. Bradandbrit.com.